Blog Talk Radio.
I was sharing with this family member, and I said, you know what? We were talking about friends, associates, and um, the relationship. And I put, I told her, and I put it on Facebook. I've lived, and I come to a conclusion to see and learn that relationships and friendships are like a gallon of milk. It has an expiration date on it. And learning that they have an expiration date, it's like anything that goes bad. Right before the bad expiration date, it begins to smell different, and if you taste it, it tastes different. That's letting you know it's going bad. So in other words, when people start acting a certain way and trying to handle you a certain way, it's starting to smell and taste a little different. But one thing about being saved and um, loving Jesus and knowing that Jesus Christ, the Father, they, they love us, duration date on it. So when you know that your relationship with them is permanent, you don't have to worry about it expiring. The only thing that's bad about it is that most of the time we put an expiration date on how long we're going to trust, believe, hold on, and wait on the Lord. See, we don't know how to be 100% faithful. But I see the remarks on Facebook, on social media all the time saying, I want loyalty. Can you be 100 with me? You know what, y'all? God is wanting the same thing. When are we going to be 100 with him? He wants loyalty. He don't just want to hear from us when we need something, want something, or something's going bad. God, can I put in a request? Like you call it a radio station for them to play a record for you. Understand that your relationship with God is a fellowship. It should never have an expiration date. It should never go bad. I'm excited tonight to be able to be a part of this service as our co-host with Dr. Serena Wright because she's going to bring forth the word. She made, she wrote a book. You can buy it on Amazon. It's called The Last Prescription You'll Ever Need. This is an awesome woman of God. Not only does she feed us and gives us prescriptions and she can heal us with what we know with the natural eye, but she has a relationship with God and it hasn't expired. It don't have an expiration date on it. So when this woman of God talks to us, ministers to us, prays for us, prays with us, you better believe her prayer gets through. You better believe that God hears her. You better believe that when she tells you, I'm praying for you, I prayed for you, or can I, she is being honest with telling you that she's going to take this request and place it on the altar before God, and she's going to do exactly what she told you she was going to do. She's going to pray, and she told you she's going to bless you. She's going to bless you. If she told you she's going to come by and see about you, she's going to do all that. So I'm going to check to see if she's on the line so that we can be blessed by this woman of God on tonight because I'm telling you, if you're not ready, I am. Whether you're looking at this live or hear this live on Blog Talk, I'm ready for my blessing because a lot of times when, when God have you feeding the people, you better know sometimes he lets you sit back. He insists you sit back so you could hear 
from his other service. And I'm ready to be served the word of God on tonight. I'm hungry. I'm hungry, y'all. I need a whole lot of Jesus and a less, whole lot of less of me. So let's check and see. Uh, Dr. Wright, are you on the line? Okay. Um, I don't think she's on the line yet, but I'm sure when she gets on the line, she was text me to let me know she's ready. But while we're waiting on Dr. Wright, I want you to stop and think for a moment. What would your life be like if you didn't have the Lord in it? What would your life be like if you didn't uh, talk about wanting to be saved? Okay, well, Dr. Wright just texted me. She says she's on. She's ready. We're ready. Dr. Wright, we're ready for you. We're so ready. I'm so hungry for what God has put in you tonight to share with us. So please, at this time, come on through. Feed us. Those that need milk, find what you need. Hear the whole word of God. But those that need a full meal, come on, woman of God, serve us on tonight. It's in your hands, Dr. Wright. Go ahead. God bless you, woman of God. I just want to make sure that you all can hear me. I have my earpiece in. Can everybody hear me? Yes, I can. Yes. Okay. Wonderful. Well, God, we just thank you and bless you for this time as always. God, we thank you for this platform, this opportunity share to reach the masses, God, for your glory. We thank you that this reach will be archived. And for those that will listen 100 or 200 years from now, they'll know that you have them in mind today to share this word that will encourage and edify and uplift us seeds of truth that will go into our hearts and then bring forth the fruit of righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit because that is the kingdom. We just thank God for all of those that man this platform that are faithful to that assignment that has heralded in this arena of the WWW space where the gospel gets to reach the whole wide world. So we thank God for them. We thank God for their increase being speedily brought to fruition that those things that are hidden in obscurity, that they will come forward and be a blessing to them in Jesus' name. If you will turn with us to Ephesians 3, we're going to look at Ephesians 3. You know, I'm always reading from the Amplified Bible. You find a good, holy, God-inspired, God-breathed Bible, and you read from that one. I'm reading from the Amplified Bible, Ephesians 3, 13. We're going to start in 13. Hallelujah. We're going to look at these. Let's start in 12. We're going to start in 12. And it reads like this in the Amplified Bible. It says, in whom because of our faith in him, we dare to have boldness, courage, and confidence, a free access, an unreserved approach to God with freedom and without fear. So I ask you not to lose heart. Just to what I'm suffering on your behalf, and for this reason, seeing the greatness of this plan by which you are built together in Christ, I bow my knee before the Father of the Lord Jesus Christ, for whom every family in heaven and on earth is named. Verse 16, it says, And may he grant you, out of the rich treasury of his glory, to be strengthened and reinforced with power and might in your inner man by the Holy Spirit himself indwelling in your innermost being and personality. Verse 16, again, it says, And may he grant you out of the rich treasury of his glory to be strengthened and reinforced with mighty power 
in the inner man by the Holy Spirit himself indwelling your innermost being and personality. And so, God, we just thank you right now for your word. God, that's so rich with revelation and understanding to bring us closer to you. As we dive in, our hearts are fully open to receive the seed of truth that we can be transformed. So, people of God, we're just going to share today this prayer. This is going to be so um, profoundly simple and revelatory in that it is straight from the word of God. It is something that we should be available to receive right from the mouth of God, those God-inspired and God-breathed words in a time that can be so tumultuous, in a time that can be so tumultuous. I thought it was so fitting that God would have us to look at these scriptures because if, if you have seen or perhaps not, that there was a huge, um, you know, violent fight type of, you know, brawling in the southern region of North America, you know, the, the few clips that I've seen, they didn't have the, uh, audio. So I, I can't say that I personally know what the emphasis of this was, but it was clearly very decisive. It was, it was very impassioned, and there was a lot of violence, and, you know, people were speaking in the comments about retaliation and, and all of these things. And so... Um, in that frame, right now, we recognize that this is such a tumultuous time. It's tumultuous. Definitions of of, 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 thing, of of marriage are changing. Definitions of gender are changing. Groups that have, have systematically been oppressed in this region in North America are now speaking up and being more vocal through the through the pool of social media and the internet, we're able to see the liberties or the lack thereof of people in other parts of the world. And, and so then you have people, women in the Middle East that are taking off burkas and they are uprising and saying, look, we're not going to continue in this way. And whether we find ourselves agreeing or disagreeing with one position or the other, we are, we are, are remiss if we don't recognize recognize this is a very tumultuous time. Things are changing. People are changing. Uh, circumstance standards are changing. Ideals are changing. Uh, there are a lot of uh, young people that are like, you know, going to college is a waste of time. They're, they're reaching into places of entrepreneurship, but it's becoming tumultuous because a lot of times their parents are saying, listen, you need to get this under your belt. This is, a, is, a, is an avenue, but it may not be one to stand on firmly. And so then you have the generational, you know, tumultuousness. You have, you know, racial tumultuousness. You, you have the the, the seniors and the young people, the, the politicians of one side and another, this is a very tumultuous time. And, and even though a lot of uh, that all advancement has come out of these types of, um, of shifts, there can also be a point where it becomes overwhelming. We, we are just on the, the brink of, of, of a, of a 36-month shutdown, pretty much, of, of, the, of our whole system. Uh, the financial arena is, is in, in an upheaval. Real estate, investment, everything is shifting. And, and, and as you look at to where all of these shifts are, there may be people that you have lost, people that are sick, people that are infirm, people that have lost their, 
their way to sustain their family. And, and in all of these shifts occurring at the same time, it's easy to become overwhelmed, to say, well, what, what is my position? How, how do I feel about this? As the, as the digital age takes over, what is the king's position? As we move into new opportunities to invest in real estate and financial assets, what is the king's position? What is my assignment? Where do I fit as this thing shifts? We've got to be sure, hallelujah, that as Paul mentioned to the Ephesians, he said, don't, don't become, don't lose hope. Don't, don't get discouraged. Don't, don't become overwhelmed. Don't, don't, don't become confused, dejected, uncertain of where you stand. Let, let me pray for you. He said, I'm going to come to you. He says, and I'm going to bow my knee before the Father. He is always positioning us to say, stay humble before God. When he began to talk to them about the potential of them to feel overwhelmed, to feel uncertain, to feel to feel like fainting and saying, just forget it. Uh, you know, if everybody's mad at this particular group, I'm mad too. Just forget it. If everybody's going to be angry, I'm angry too. If hate is going to be the new black, I'm going to hate people too. Because you see, then we'll take on the world slogans, not realizing that anytime we take a departure from our position with the king, we are fainting. Hallelujah. Any time that 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 the that the impact of those things that shouldn't be seem like they're overtaking things that should be, then there's a temptation to faint. Any time that your patience is getting short and, and you're becoming irritated with the racial disparity and you're becoming aggravated with people's lack of integrity and you're becoming, you know, just on edge about the, the, the injustices, there's a temptation to faint. Hallelujah. But don't you know that God will come in and say, no matter what goes on, be strong now more than you've ever been. And so that takes us back to Ephesians 3. And then in verse 12, he says, and whom because of your faith in him, we have boldness and courage and confidence. He says, so I ask you, don't think. Don't become despondent. Don't let things that are trying to evoke fear make you fearful. There is so much talk now about how the digital age will be merged in with the age that we have known and, and what that will mean for us and, and will there be a place for us. And, and, and he says, listen, no matter what, don't become hopeless. Don't let anything that is ahead of you or behind you make you lose your courage and your boldness to know that you've always got a place in him and he's always got a place in you. God has always got a place for us because he has seen this thing from the beginning. He has already seen the end. So as we move into these spaces where we may feel uncertain, we may feel overwhelmed, we may feel said, God, well, look, you know, my financial landscape has changed or my familial landscape has changed. We, we've lost five loved ones or six loved ones during the pandemic, and, 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 and my emotional landscape has changed. And, 
and, and she, she treated me in a way that was so bad that, that my emotional landscape, no assessment of myself has changed my God. I, you know, I never thought I would lose this job or lose this friendship. I never thought my sister, my brother, my best friend would be betraying me. He said, don't, don't lose, don't think, don't, don't, don't think, or, or because of the, the fear that that disappointment, the fear of that loss that brings the, the shifting, that brings a level of uncertainty, don't, don't, don't think. He said, don't think or become despondent. He says to them specifically, as they look upon the suffering that he has taken on. But in this context, we are looking at the things that are going on with us and saying, God, no matter what, we're not going to faint. I, I may not know what I'm going to do, but I know what I'm going to, what I'm not going to do. I'm not going to lose heart. I'm not going to yield my confidence in you that has recompense reward. I'm not going to let what I've endured, what is to be ahead of me make me despondent. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Somebody say the first thought, the first thing we've got to do is take our position. Hallelujah. Somebody say just take your position. Say what I'm not going to do. Oh my goodness. That's how the young people say it. So see what you're not going to do. What I'm not going to do is faint. What I'm not going to do is become overwhelmed with fear. What I'm not going to do is become despondent. What I'm not going to do is be hopeless. What I'm not going to do is be discouraged. What I'm not going to do, hallelujah, somebody say, don't, do not, do not become, do not think, do not think. Take your position. And then he goes on to say, he says, for this reason, seeing the greatness of this plan for which you are built together in Christ. My God. See, what, what we've got to do now is we've got to ask God, say, God, give me eyes to see where we are now. He says, for this reason, seeing the greatness of this plan for which you are built together. See, what we get the opportunity to, to sum up all of the circumstances and situations of our lives and say, God, these are just building blocks. This, this is just what you what you have allowed to be used to build me into the person that you wanted me to show up as as these things change. This circumstance, yeah. it was not designed to break me, but, but this was to build me. He said, but you've got to see it that way. He said, See the greatness of the plan by which you are built together. You've got to see it. You've got to see that God is for you, that, that God and you are the majority. You've got to see that he would never leave you and he would never forsake you. You've got to see within the eyes that God would give you that his plans for you are good and not evil. We get to see that God is just building us together in him. Somebody say, God's just building me. He's building me. I, I never thought those bricks would have disappointment in them. I never thought those bricks would have discouragement in them. But I see the plan of God. But before, when I was being tempted to be the place, I couldn't see it. But when I see it now, so I see what you're saying. Somebody say, how do you see it? Because we see by faith. Oh, my God. We see we don't walk by that sight. We walk by the sight, the faith, the faith sight. He said, you don't walk by that kind of sight. But we walk by what faith sees. So we can see it. God, I just, I think you're 
anointing on the inside of us, the faith that can see your plan, the faith that can see your goodness, the faith that can see you're a faithful companion, the faith, the, the faith that can see your purpose is prevailing, the faith that can see you've always had this plan for us. Somebody say, I can see it. I, I can see it. I'm choosing uh. to see it. I refuse to not see it. God has told you the plan. 
the title and derive this name. 16, may he grant you out of the rich treasury of his glory to be strengthened and reinforced with might and power in the inner man by the Holy Spirit himself dwelling in your innermost being and personality. May he grant you out of the rich treasury of his glory to be strengthened and reinforced. I looked up that word reinforced. It said being strengthened by having things added to it. My God. Don't you know God tried to build you up? He just is trying to add himself to the strength you already have, sis. That's how you're going to face now. He says, he says, I'm just reinforcing you. He said, oh, yes, because see, the enemy meant that for evil. He thought that if that right there happened, that you would say for sure. But if you see my great plan, God let me strengthen you and reinforce the strength that you already had by letting me add some more of me to you. Somebody say I'm reinforced. Oh my God, I, I know yes, yes, yes. No, no, I'm, I'm not depressed, I'm reinforced. No, I'm yeah. not discouraged, I'm reinforced. So don't you feel sad? Actually, I don't know. I feel, I feel kind of reinforced. I feel like God is adding to me. He's, he's building me together for his great plan. See, I, I couldn't see it before, but, but I see it now. So I'm, I'm geared up. I'm ready. I, I can go ahead. You know how everybody now has got vision boards. Somebody say because they need to see it. And, and, and I agree with them 100%. Because God says, don't you see the great plan that I have for you? Whether it's in your journal or in your heart. If you gotta put a sticky on your on the on the rearview mirror of your car or on the bathroom mirror, somebody say you just got to see it. Draw, draw a picture of that baby boy with with, with that suit on, being the executive. Whether he's taking over the mountains of this world the way God told you. Anything you've got to do is but to do to see it. Somebody say see it. Because you've been reinforced. God's not trying to destroy you. He's just trying to reinforce you. He's just trying to add some more of himself to the strength you already had. It said out of the riches of his glory, out of the rich treasury of his glory. He's not trying to add particle board. He's not trying to add plastic. He's not trying to add recycled paper. He said, but out of the treasury, oh my God, out of the treasury of those things that are supernatural, out of the treasury of those things that don't fail, out of the treasury of those things that will never forsake you, out of the treasury, oh my God, out of the authority we have, and out of the treasury of his glory, God is reaching over, sir, into his treasure chest. And whatever he brings out, he's going to use it to reinforce you. He's using that good stuff. He's using that quality stuff. When we think about quality in the earth realm, when we talk about bad teeth and all hell, we're talking about $65,000 necklaces. And, you know, we're talking about Bergdorf and Aston Martins when we talk about the things of this world. But in the Bible, then he said he's going to reinforce us out of the treasury of his glory. Hallelujah. He's going to reinforce us with an unyielding strength. He's going to reinforce us down in the places where we become indestructible. He's going to reinforce us down with 
and courageous. We've got to feel strengthened and strong. We've got to see with the eyes of faith, knowing that God's plan is to strengthen us and to carry us through. Let us not be tempted by those things that the world uses. That's a, that's a, that's a, that's a broad way. My God, not become our way. God, we're strong enough to stay on the narrow path. God, we're bold enough to stay in the narrow way. We thank you, Father, that those things that would seem to be the next reaction, the next emotion. God, that we would take the narrow way because we see that your plan for our life is a great plan. We see that the purpose of our life, that the purpose is prevailing. God, we thank you right now that we align our emotions and our feelings, our reactions with those things that breathe inner strength, those things that will express and bring the glory of the, the great treasury of your glory into this earth. We thank you, Father, that we are those that are ready to walk in according to the great plan that you have, that we can see, God, that you have never left us, that you have never forsaken us. Oh, God, and we thank you now that we leave this time, that this time of expression, that this time of understanding, that this time of revelation has left, left us more with more strength, with more strength down in our inner man. God, that we have the capacity to heal and to serve. We have the faith that is resilient, that has been strengthened. Our only desire is to be strong. Our only desire is to be is to persevere. God, we thank you right now that we are strengthened with strength in our inner man, that we feel bold and courageous. God, that we are ready to be built together for the greatness of your plan. And for that, God, we give you glory, honor, and praise. In Jesus' name, woman of God, is back to you. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. I thank God for the word on tonight. The woman of God say we got to see it. We got to tell we see it. We got to tell others they have to see it. We have to be in such a place in God that we, we know it, what God is doing. She said that God's plan is for us to be seen with them blessing us. If you really listen to what she said, for us not to turn our back and act like we don't see what God's doing. I thank God for the word on tonight. Is there anyone on blog talk that would like to have a comment right now to let the woman of God know how she blessed you on tonight? Okay, the lines are open if you want okay, to. Okay, well, I think people are waiting, so I'll go ahead and say, Dr. Wright, as usual, you have blessed me, Sister Cecilia. Um, yes. And like you said, there are so many people that need to see God in our lives yes. and getting caught up in our emotions and getting caught up in thinking and saying stuff that doesn't align with the Word of God. Uh, is what they want us to do. They want us to be all, like you said, overwhelmed and just speaking wrong, acting wrong. Not that we're not human, so, you know, we will do uh, and say things, but, woman of God, to know that when they see us being blessed, they say, I want to serve Dr. Wright's God. I want to serve 
Minister Renee's God. I want to serve Elder Montgomery's God. I mean, we really, really, really got to be cognitive of, like you said, that brawl, that was something else. But if we could come together in the spirit realm and fight against the enemy, that's the real enemy, my God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, woman of God. Yes, amen. Is there anyone else at this time would like to have some words? <laughs> I thank you, woman of God, for letting us know that we have I, to be here. Uh, Go ahead. I just want to uh, encourage uh, Dr. Wright to continue to give the plan of God to strengthen the body of Christ. This is uh, Mother Tony from uh, Garland, Texas, and just uh, encouraged by her words uh, to hold on and not to uh, give way to uh, what is in front of us sometimes. What we see does not have anything to do with the faith that God has given us. And so I just want her to know that she has a blessing tonight for those who are here tonight and those that will hear her in the future. As you just go on, continue to do what God has given you to do, and the body of Christ is going to be blessed. Thank you so much. Amen. Thank you, Mother Tony, for those words. Is there anyone else at this time? I thank you, Dr. Rice, for telling us about we have to be reinforced because of you. You, you talked about the video. If you look at the video, like you said, with everything that was going on, it started out one way and just the reinforcements kept coming on both ends. But the people was like, this is, 19, this is 2023, not 1823. So you really have to look at what's going on. Like Mother Tony and Apostle Elect said, we got to be in a place in God that we have to see the plan. We have to see what's coming. We have to. So is there anyone else at this time that would like to have any comments? Well, Dr. Wright, Ernestine Rainey, she's a young lady that grew up with us on, not with us, under us. I remember her mom, Bob, and um, she lived on Walnut. She doesn't live in Chicago anymore. She's on Facebook. She says she needs prayer. Her name is Ernestine Rainey. And could we also pray for uh, Minister Margot uh, McCord, please? Father God, in Jesus' name, we just thank you right now. God, we come before you. God, to lift up Ernestine and uh, Minister Margot, God, we are interceding on their behalf. Because before they were our friends or our neighbors or ministers of the gospel, our sisters in Christ, they were your daughters. So, God, we bring them before Abba, Father, the God that loves them and knows all things. God, we thank you right now that their needs would be exceeded, that they would find even in these times of distress, and concern these issues that are before you on their behalf, God, that they would find their place in you, that they would be hidden under your wing and in the shadows where there is comfort, where there is instruction, where there is a place of reconciliation, we just there. And we speak the strength of 
the inner man to them, O oh God, that they would not find a place of fainting, even in the situation that is before them, but that they would be strengthened in their inner man, that they would have great strength, that they would have a treasury of strength, that they would have an unyielding strength, that they would have a strength that goes beyond their capacity and a peace that passes their understanding. We thank you, Father, God, that all of their needs would be met as they meet you in a place of prayer and intercession, that they would have the capacity to trust you. We just thank you, Father, that they would have the capacity to trust you as they move forward, God, knowing that your plans for them are good and they are not evil. We thank you, Father, in advance as we make these petitions on their behalf by faith. God, that we see the end of the situation with the eyes of faith, and we thank you, Father, that it is well according to your will and plan. And we do all this and make all petitions in your son Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Dr. Wright. I thank you for the word again. Just tell us that we desire for our, to faint not. Don't faint in well-doing. Don't faint while you sin what God is doing. You may be overwhelmed, as she was saying earlier, but when you just hold on to God and just keep on trusting, you keep on trusting him, knowing that God is God today, tomorrow, forever, just know that. Ernestine said, thank you so much, and she said, amen. Is there anyone else on Blog Talk that would like to have any words at this time? I'm asking again. All right. I just thank God for knowing that when God is doing something in your life, it's it's a wonderful time when you're being in the overflow of his blessings that you don't get so caught up that you feel that you have arrived. You don't get so caught up that you feel that you really didn't, you don't need to hear no more because you know what? You got to have something stored up for God. You got to have something stored up. When you're asking for prayer, when you receive prayer, listen to hear what God has to say to you and then follow instruction. I said earlier, when you ask for prayer and you ask somebody to pray for you, you have to know and believe that prayer is being placed before God from a person that is confident in their relationship with God. So do not not follow instructions. Do not not be patient and wait and listen for the instructions that God has given you and then follow them. Don't be scared to let people go. Don't be scared to leave a situation alone and ask God for the help to help you with that situation or with that person. Do what God tell you, do what God tell you to do. If he tell you to be quiet, be quiet. That's something God is teaching me right now, to practice that shut-up ministry and let him do the work. Because the more I try to do it, the more I try to help, like the woman of God said, you got to see it. I had to see it, and God had different people ministering to me. You can't hear yourself. You can't see yourself. You don't. You got to be still and just hear what God is saying. Listen to the vessels that God is using to minister to you even the ones you're asking to pray for you. Listen to what God is having to come out their mouth concerning you. 
and then just be in a relationship with God from that point on, that you, you faint not. Don't faint. Don't faint. So we're going to thank you all again for taking the time out on this night, this Monday night. We're already in August. The summer will be ending shortly, and we'll be going into the season of fall. And when we enter in the season of fall, I'm asking you all to fall in love with Jesus all over again. We're, we're going, the seasons is changing. It's a shift in the atmosphere. It's a shift in the spirit realm. Be ready to be reconnected with God in a new way. Okay? So thank you all. Our foundational scripture is Matthew 6 and 33. For seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. We are so excited about the word on tonight. Please hide it in your heart. Please meditate on it. Please come back later and look at this video live stream live on the replay. And uh, so you can get it, hear something again. You may have missed something and you need to hear it again. Please come back and listen to it. Come back next Monday at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, to hear Servant Pastor Troy Thomas speak. God will be putting something in his belly to pour into us, to release it to the body of Christ. So please come back. If you have time on Friday night and you take time out at 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, please join us on this uh, broadcast live as well as blog talk, to hear me minister to you, to hear what God has to say to the body of Christ. And if you have time to take it out on Sunday morning while you're getting ready to go to church or coming home from church or work or wherever, please tune in to hear the very own possibly like Dr. Cecilia Kaiser, our overseer. Please tune in to hear what God has to say to the body of Christ, because I'm telling you now, God makes no mistakes. We don't always agree with it. We don't always like it, but God makes no mistakes. Let's learn how to say, God, help me with my unbelief. Lord Jesus, carry me through these changes that I have to go through in this season. If you need a prayer line, you can call Pastor Linda Handy's prayer line at 605 
That's such a blessing, and I appreciate uh, all of the things that we have heard. It's just such a powerful time together um, uh, on a platform that's really been dedicated um, to God from its inception. So we just thank God for that. Let's pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Father, for all of the riches and the treasures of your glory that you are so willing to grant to us, to decorate us with, to present to us, that we would be those that could stand as we are being built together according to your great plan. We thank you right now, God, that everything in, in our situation, in our emotions, in our life, the circumstances that have come to tempt us to not see what you have said, to not look with the eyes of faith, God, we just put that behind us now and declare that we have taken our position and courage and boldness and we will move forward. We thank you for your word, God, that has been littered with revelation, that is packed with the seed of truth that has come to help us to grow and become more like your image and your likeness. We thank you for it, Father, and we give you praise and glory for all things in Jesus' name. Amen. Jesus. Amen. Good night, everyone. Don't forget, if you need the book, contact us on Facebook. And I will give you the information to Apostle Cecilia Kaiser, or you can look on Facebook under Yes, Lord, Cecilia, and you can let her know you would like the book by Dr. Wright. All right. Good night, everyone.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.